Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 59 of The Other Six Podcast. My name is Chad Boak, and I am your host. Joining me once again in the studio, my co-host, our worship pastor, the man who quit his job at the bank because he was a loner, ladies wow. and gentlemen, Mr. <laughs> Matt Collins. Matt, how are you today, sir? I'm wishing I was back at the bank right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Also joining us in the studio today, our executive pastor of operations, Mr. Hardy Sellers. Hardy, how are you today, sir? I am well. It's good to see you, man. It's good to be seen. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't normally get to have you on the podcast, so this is a, this a, is a treat. Yeah. It's a treat for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, treat for us. Come absolutely. out of my cave and get, get a chance to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. Well, gentlemen, uh, it was kind of a little bit of a longer weekend this past <sighs> weekend. So what? I'll, I'll, I'll start with you, Hardy. What did you guys get up to for the uh, holiday weekend here? You know, we had, the, first of all, the weather could not have been nicer. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we're in gosh. that like three-week oh, butter zone. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah. it butter right zone. now. Yeah. So we had a, we had a good weekend. Um, kind of took it easy Friday and Saturday. Uh, just did some stuff around the house and woodworking, made a few yeah. cutting boards, that kind of stuff. Okay, so back <laughs> yeah, up. So yeah, you've yeah. gotten into woodworking. Is I that have. right? Have talk you talk to me about anything that. that he's made? Dude, he made me a Millennium Falcon cutting board that is in my office that is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, just... I call it my sanity. You just, you just go there, <laughs> That's where you escape. I huh? Escape, and I can I can make create stuff. And That's cool. I'm not man. a huge creative person, but I enjoy doing that. That's awesome. So man. I did that Sunday. Of course, we had a great day here, and then Monday I took the boys and we went to Six Flags. Okay, nice. all right, Six Flags. All right, so tell me about that. Uh, well, we well, it was it was awesome. Um, first of all, the way I do Six Flags is I go onto their website and I look for the least busy days of the year. Sure. Like, like you should. I mean, yeah, right. Because right, right. that's the way I roll. And uh, normally we go the Tuesday or Wednesday before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is a low attendance day. But this year we're going to be in California visiting my daughter for, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, going to Universal to Harry Potter World. Okay. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, on that same day. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, we need to do it. And so saw this fall break, which is kind of new to us. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think. I don't remember it. So, um <laughs> So we had we had the day off. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna give my wife a break, take the boys, and we left at seven in the morning. Okay. Got up there about two and a half hours. Hit Chick Fil A, grabbed some lunch. There at about ten fifty five to okay. enter the park right on time, and we rolled rode roller coasters and rides until so awesome. six p.m. <clears throat> okay. Until they said you have to leave now. Then, <laughs> <laughs> they but, shut but, the park but down. Six p.m. There is five o'clock here. Right. So right. we're home eight of plenty 745. of time. So what was your favorite roller coaster? Uh, favorite roller coaster, Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Is that a new one? I've never heard of that one. Again. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> It's like asking Hardy, like, what's your favorite TV show? He doesn't watch TV. All right, so talk, what, what, what was it like? Is it like a it, hang down, stand up? It, it's like a what? hang down. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a huge, you know, huge post and then it's got a circle and you sit in the circle all uh-huh. facing out and there's 38 people I think mm-hmm. that sit around the circle okay. and so it spins slowly and then it goes back and forth and it actually uh-huh. goes beyond oh. 90 degrees so you're okay. up there and literally you're above 90 degrees so it's, so it's not like a traditional <laughs> roller coaster no, it it's, it's a, a it's, ride it's a, it's okay a ride. gotcha gotcha but gotcha, it gotcha. was you know Superman's fine Batman's yeah. pretty cool yeah we rode those that's fun we did everything once but yeah. <laughs> yeah. we rode that three times Superman. So what I remember about the Superman ride there is, I, I you know, it's like you're laying down, like it Wasn't encloses Superman on you. Superman Top Gun at one point? Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm not really is sure. It, yeah. I don't know the history of yeah. Superman. Yeah, me, me either. But I just remember, you know, it, you get in it and you lay down and yeah. you're going like head first, like you're flying like Superman, flying, right? Sure. For our audio <laughs> listeners, that's what it is. And I always think with any other roller coaster, like if the lat bar were to come up, I think I might be able to hold on and be okay. That one? <laughs> 
bro. No. Like it ain't happening, right? And we also did that one that has the swings, which is always kind of fun where you swing around. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah. this one jacks you up. I mean, you're way if above If one of those snap, line. you're gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, going, okay, because there's a little thin like, chain. Hey, there goes Hardy. <laughs> it, is, it is very disconcerting the size of chains that are holding <laughs> you on. You know, being the engineer, I'm going, okay, those are probably 150 pounds each. I got eight of them. I'm probably good, but <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But it was a good trip. You had a good oh, time had, with the boys. Great time. Yeah. And, and obviously, uh, I think my, one of my wife's favorite rides, the Monster Plantation, whatever it is. You yes, guys do that? We okay. did that. Yeah, the Stay out of the marsh. You know, you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Don't go into the marsh. I've been here. They yeah. added them. I hadn't taken a Six Flags trip in a while. I need to, I need it, to make the was, effort to make it, it happen. It was, again, it. it for for us, it was it was great. It well, was good. No crowds, no lines. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you had a good time, Matthew. What'd you get up to, buddy? We were at the coast. Nice. Uh, okay. By Biloxi, Gulfport area. Okay. So got family down there. We were down there. Beautiful weather. Yeah. I uh, went running. Nice. Actually, I lied. I didn't. I didn't go running. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. He's trying to get some cred for the. I didn't uh, go running for the uh, subject thought, for today, I thought, right? I thought about running. Yeah. yeah with, I thought about it. No, but we did go out on the coast. It was actually really nice. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That's awesome. But but it was a good weekend. Yeah, good it was time great. Away. Yeah. We, we missed having you here on Sunday, but yeah, the uh, team it. did a great job. They did. They did awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, you know, Joya and Anita and the rest of them up yeah. there. Ryan leading worship. They in the band. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. But we missed having you here as always. And then, uh, yeah, so we had a pretty fun weekend. So uh, last week, our microwave, the little latch that holds it, you know, the door closed, broke. Uh, Not for the first time, you know, so we had it repaired before, (laughs) and it breaks again. Is that a common thing? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, But it won't, it won't, like, you can't hold it closed and microwave anything with good reason. That's not, (laughs) you you stick a fork in there. (laughs) Probably not the best idea. Probably not. And uh, and so we we went and bought a new microwave. And so so Friday, you know, Christy goes to work. I'm at home because we're off on Fridays. I'm at home with the girls. They had, you know, fall break. And I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to, it's over the range. I'm going to get this thing installed before Christy gets home. Yeah. And she's going to be super impressed, oh, and it's going to be awesome. And uh, a few hours later, as I'm calling my dad in despair, like, <laughs> Dad, can you come give me a hand? Please help. So the problem, the other one came down pretty quickly and easily. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> Huge help. Uh, no, Thanks, gravity. I, I, put a, I put, like, an upside-down laundry basket under it so it would Man. catch it as it came down, towel on top of the range, all Ooh, that geez. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so the new one had all these, like, templates where you're supposed to drill the holes. Utterly useless. Like, I mean, (laughs) you know, it's like, well, if you have this kind of, uh, you know, backing or if you have this or this or this, and I'm going, I have no idea what I'm doing. And my brother-in-law, Bill, who I normally call is like rafting down with his brothers down a river. He's out, you know, whatever. I'm like, I'll figure this out. So (laughs) I I, I wing it to some extent. And uh, for the most part, it was okay. But I I get the microwave, you know, finally up on there. It's latched in. I'm pushing it up. (laughs) And the holes do not line up whatsoever. And I'm (laughs) still going like, this is bad. So so I call my dad. My dad's... He's like you, very, very good with all things, woodworking, mechanical, engineer, like all that kind of stuff. And so I call my dad. He comes over there, and we end up having to drill a couple of new holes. It wasn't too far okay. off, uh, but we uh, we got it up, and, it's, and it's, it's working. working. Yeah, Perfect. it works. It hadn't fallen yet, which is yeah. good uh, job. Does it look nice? Good. It, it does. It's not like an inch off from the center. <laughs> no, where, no, no, no. You, you, know. you would think someone would go home with Right Perfect. now, he doesn't know. Yeah. He's going to go home and be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. So my, I was happy with that. And then obviously Sunday, we had a great day. We'll circle back around to that here in just a moment. And then uh, yesterday, uh, it, it was interesting. So the girls, again, they were off school yesterday. And something I actually learned from you years ago, when my girls were small, I would always take them to breakfast, you know, mm-hmm. once a week. Yes. You know, just daddy-daughter date kind of thing. 
obviously they get older, school, all that kind of stuff. It becomes a lot harder to make that happen. So yesterday we were able to do uh, daddy daughter date time it. with nice. the girls for the first time in a while. So we we went to Chappie's, of course, and because uh, that's where you have to go if you live in Montgomery. <laughs> uh, well, Waffle House has a bad uh, has a bad history in our house. Uh, Ava had a had a really uh, bad experience there. It's an awful yeah. waffle. That's right. Yeah. But we did. We went to Chappie's, had a great time, got to hang out with them, and uh, you know it was it was a nice day. And I mean, like you guys said, the weather is just <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous right now. Yeah. So, uh, but it was a good weekend. So we had a good time. I'm glad yeah. you guys had a good weekend Sounds as well. Like not not nearly as much fun as riding roller coasters and yeah. shoveling funnel you know, cakes down it, the thrill seeker over here. We, we, yeah. had a, we had a good time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, Sunday was a was a great day here. Lots of folks here. Like I said, the worship was great, and uh, we continued our message series from stressed to blessed, and we actually talked about our health. Uh, our physical health, nice. how to go from Brave. being stressed with our <laughs> physical health to, to being blessed. And it's so funny because, you know, I think it's a, it's a topic, like we said, where it doesn't get brought up a lot uh, in church. But it is obviously something that causes folks stress. And so we want to make sure to meet folks where they're at, the things that they're dealing with, and talk about what the Word of God has to say about it. But before we jump into that, Hardy, I want to talk a little bit about you, buddy. So <laughs> most folks you. know you as the admin guy around here. Finance, all things Hardy. Yeah, finance, <laughs> facilities, basically all the jobs like none of the rest of us want to do. Uh, Hardy, or good at. Yeah, that's right. Hardy uh, kind of swoops in and, and takes care of that. But one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast today, just, you know, in addition to just nobody else being willing to do it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> One of the reasons we wanted to have you on here was because there's there's another area to your life in, with health and fitness, uh, coaching and all that kind of stuff. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Tell us about that side of Hardy Sellers. Well, there, yeah, there is another side. I've, uh, I'm a, I would call it an avid runner and cyclist. Yep. And that took uh, into me becoming a running coach. Uh, and then I became a cycling coach, and then I actually became a triathlon coach. Wow! And wow. so not only uh, doing a good bit of running and cycling and triathlons, competitive triathlons, also coached people, which was a lot of fun. So we and, did that. And for swimming many years. is the third component. And swimming yeah. is, and, yeah. and that was uh, yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> not my favorite. I, I swim to get to the to get to the bike. Okay, <laughs> that gotcha. is the only reason yeah. I swim is because yeah. I have to. Right. Um, make them. But anyway, so yeah, we we did that for for many years and really enjoyed that. Um, also took on some nutritional training, nutritional food components to it. Learned sure. a lot about that. So have uh, have had an opportunity to work with a lot of competitive athletes, but also a lot of uh, new athletes. Hey, I want to do my first half marathon or, hey, I used to run a lot. I had kids and now I need to get back or want to get back into it. You know, that type coaching. Sure. So anyway, so I'm very passionate about all things health, fitness. Right running, cycling. Well, and don't be too humble now. You ran Boston a couple of times, I, right? I did. Had yeah. run Boston a couple of times. Which to qualify, to even get to Boston is a, is a pretty quick pace, it, and right? It's a, it's a great, it's, it's one What's of those, the pace? it's a bucket list. Yeah, what, what did you, What's what, well, here's the deal. You can either be fast or you can just age into yeah, it, because like the older you get, <laughs> the less fast you have to I'll run. I'll age yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. That was my plan. At, at, 65, at, here we go. At, at some point, <laughs> not, not 65, so be fair, but at some point, they just say, you can come in. You know, you're 90, you're, yeah, come on in. That's close enough, yeah. But I mean, you had to do what, like it was like three ten or less to, yeah, to get like to that. Boston, three hours yeah. and ten minute marathon. Yeah, which you know I understand yeah, that most of the folks that. listening to this probably aren't exactly in, in that area of their life when it comes to health and fitness. It's okay, but, you're in good company. You're yeah, with me. That, that's I'm right. Not doing yeah, that. Who almost ran this weekend? Which, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This hey, is why he thought about it. it was thought really about close. it. Thought but, long and but hard. my point being is, you've dealt with folks from all different uh, phases of health and fitness. Correct? I have. I say dealt with. You work with health and fitness, and especially fitness is a relative term, and we could go on hours just about this 
but it, and it's really because everybody compares themselves to other people. And sure. people, you know, people always say, you know, are you going to win this race? And my answer was, it depends on who shows up. You know, right? <laughs> because, if Matt shows up, yeah, yes, yeah. he's in, only going to think about it. In, yeah. a, in a certain group, I would be considered a fast runner, but in another certain group, I would be considered a slow runner. It's sure. all, and so you learn how to kind of take it into into grips. Same thing with help. People sit there and and. You know, say, oh, I want to be able to do this and compare themselves to other people. And it's really an individual sport. It's like, right. hey, what, become the best you. And you've seen people from all ends of the spectrum get involved and, and move from ends of the spectrum yes, as well, Yes, I have, right? yeah. So That's... I've had some brand new and end up qualifying for national championships and things like that, which is always amazing. Yeah, that's really, really cool. So most people don't know this, but you guys used to train together, right? (laughs) We did. Yeah, Was this a coaching thing? (laughs) It it was just a, a, I don't know how that started. Just kind of a friendship thing. Yeah, just kind of. Actually, it wasn't even a friendship at the beginning. (laughs) He didn't even like you. (laughs) I didn't didn't know Chad. Yeah. Uh, Well, well, let's let's talk about that. The journeys of Hardy and Chad training together. Sure. So, well, the way it really started, you know, obviously Hardy and I have worked together for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And um, so I didn't really get into all this in the message this past week. But, you know, this journey I'm on right now is not actually the first time that I've I've lost weight. So when I was 24 years old and working here at the church, uh, I weighed 320 pounds and uh, significantly heavier than I was at my heaviest and most recent. And uh, through a series of events, again, involving my wife holding me accountable and coming and <laughs> telling me that she loved me and she was worried about me, uh, started working out and, you know, eating right and, and losing the weight. And I actually got down to about 150 uh, wow. at one point. Which, Skinny chat. Yeah, which wow. I, I will also, we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit because the pendulum swings unhealthy one way to unhealthy the other way yeah. and became yes. unhealthy the other way for me. Uh, but I... I before that happened, yeah, so uh, Hardy was just like, hey, man, why don't you come and, and run with us? And there was kind of a group of us that would work out together. Uh, and so I remember we training for my first marathon uh, with was Hardy. That Boston? Uh, I mean, uh, that was Bo- Charleston. Uh, Charleston. Yeah, Charleston. 2010? or 11. Yeah, one yeah, of those. 2010. Wow. And so we, we trained together, and uh, yeah, and there were, I mean... <laughs> Terrible marathon, by the way. Back then, I'm sure it's gotten better. <laughs> we, we did, we did the, it was the first year, right. and it was uh, less right. than stellar. Right, well, it was learning curve they were there. like run through historic downtown Beautiful. Charleston. Beautiful. For, for a mile and a half, and then after that, it's just, you know, terrible, and you're not going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but it didn't start with running marathons. It started with just slow, you know, I remember walking... I remember being excited that I had increased my pace on the treadmill from 2.4 to 2.5 miles per hour for like 25 minutes. You know, like I was stoked about that. And I remember going to the gym and watching TV and all that. But Hardy kept me really encouraged throughout the entire process. So when I say that you've worked with folks from every side of the spectrum, it's true. He's, you know, that's what he's done. And, you know, we talked in the message about accountability and having folks here to encourage you. And you you were that for me in a big way during during that time. And so eventually, you know, I did lose the weight, got a little bit faster, and uh, and, and Hardy said, well, hey, man, why don't, let's, why don't you come run with us? Let's take it up a notch. That's here. right. <laughs> and let me tell you something. You will make friends fast with folks when you're running side by side for two and a half or three yeah. hours, you know, a couple <laughs> times a week. And uh, we had another friend of ours, John, that yeah. we're still still really good friends with. And uh, But, man, I tell you, we our, our, our motto was uh, accountability through ridicule. So, like, if you didn't show up, like, we would kind of yeah, 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 bust yeah. on you yeah. a little bit. But it yeah. was a really good time. That's, that's a good method. That's right. That's that's right. Uh, and and really, man, those were so, even though it was kind of like sometimes it was miserable, the things we were doing. Like Misery the, loves company. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and uh, it really built up a cool camaraderie. Really and so did. from there, you know, we did races, we did a couple triathlons, you know, things like that. And uh, you were doing triathlons. Yes. Was this, were you coaching him through this, too? 
I, I went not, well, so I like, trained with him, so I got coaching for free. <laughs> like that was what I did. I couldn't afford, you know, yeah, coaching. Yeah, you're smart with. Yeah, you know. yeah. So yeah, we yeah. would. Uh, but I mean, when I say there was a group of us, I mean, for a while there, it was what like 15, 20, 25 folks that yeah. we would all wow. get together several most days a week and kind of hang out. And whether it was running, where are y'all running at around here? So uh, mostly uh, we like Wind Lakes, Wind Pepper Lakes, Tree, Deer East Creek, Chase, Deer East Creek, Chase. all that kind of stuff, and then you know ride bikes out into Pike Road and uh, all that kind of area. So it was. It was a good time though, man. It was it was a neat season, but obviously life changes, and yeah. uh, and so yeah. So then you know, I, I I almost called my story this past week a tale of two chads because <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I I did some of these I did some of these races, and um and I'll tell you, man, my motivation eventually started not being the right thing. I kept thinking like, what was it? It was. Uh, I kept thinking it was going to bring me some sort of like completion in my life, you know, like if I, if I run a marathon, I'll feel like I've arrived. Well, I've crossed the finish line and yeah, you're happy, but like, I don't really feel like I've arrived. Okay. So I'm going to do an ultra marathon. One more. One yeah. more. We did a 50 K trail run up in, uh, which is 31 miles Whoa. up in, uh, uh, South Carolina. I remember crossing the finish line. Doesn't really feel that great. Uh, did a, did a 50 mile run in Laurel, Mississippi. And I remember crossing the finish line and like, didn't really feel that great. <laughs> Did an Ironman in Chattanooga, uh, you know, 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, 26.2-mile run, thinking I'm going to cross the finish line and feel like I've arrived. And, man, I did, yeah. not, I did yeah. not. And I remember thinking, like, what am I doing? So the problem that I made then was I kept, you know, I got to a place of unhealth even with physical fitness, mm-hmm. you know, the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And, uh, and eventually – that made the pendulum swing back the other way because I got so burned out, tired of working out, couldn't find that good rhythm in my life that I'm now on the journey that I'm on now trying right. to trying to drop the weight again. But um yeah, so that that's that's kind of our story. You know, we've we've worked out together and even through this process, Hardy has done an incredible job. You know, hey man, how much weight you lost this week, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff, keeping me encouraged. Yeah. And that's been uh it's been really encouraging. And uh and so yeah, it's kind of a kind of a crazy thing. But again, something we don't talk about in church a lot. It just doesn't happen. So let me ask you this, Hardy. Why do you think that our physical health does have such a huge impact on our spiritual health? Well, obviously, we were created in God's image, and our body is the temple, and, and most of us are familiar with that. So I, I think that has a lo- large part of it. But when, when we work out, and, and it, it's, we, we feel better about ourselves, and you have to, to love right. other people, you have to first love yourself. <laughs> and, and it's one of those things where um, we can really get down on ourselves, um, you know, and, and we can talk about food all y'all want today, um, but food has a huge part to this hmm. on what things do chemically, mm-hmm. um, do um, uh, hormonally to your body and how that reacts and how it affects you, right. and it can affect your mood. And so all those things, I think, to be the optimal me to be the optimal is we need to be, be careful about what we put in our bodies right. and be careful with that because when we, I find myself when I feel better I am more disciplined when I feel better hmm. I have better prayer time when I feel yeah. better but you know if you feel like you're you know been hit by a truck it's it's you come up with excuses Probably the McDonald's right. that you've been eating it, it, exactly <laughs> right. and so this is sponsored by McDonald's so I, I think that has has part to do with it with yeah. just that those the disciplines of a and disciplines discipline yeah. you right. know and and if 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 you say, well, I'm going to have the discipline to get up every morning early and read the Bible, mm-hmm. then have the discipline to get up every morning and do a little workout sure. and, and have the discipline to say no to that third dessert or, or, or whatever it may <laughs> <Yeah>. be. <laughs> I like That's two. Me. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
But three is just accessible. Yeah. Let's stop it, too. Well, no, and I think that's such a good point because I know in my life, you know, the times that I'm not living physically healthy, you know, that it is harder for me to get up in time and, and you know, have my quiet time and all that kind of stuff because I feel more rushed. I stay up later, right? I get in that kind of – we talked about that feedback loop of failure. Feedback loop. You sit yeah. there and you stay up late, so now you don't work out. Well, I'm not right. going to work out. I might as well eat cruddy, and now I'm going to eat right. cruddy, and now I feel like I'm taking a nap, and now I can't go to bed on time, so I'll stay up here later, and it's just a it's a crazy cycle. And, and do you yeah. find that those decisions, you know, bleed over into our spiritual lives? 100%. Interesting. 100%. I, I, again, I, I, I find myself, when I am tracking physically, mentally, spiritually, it's all that discipline. It all kind of goes goes well together. That, Absolutely. And so, and again, I think that's why it's so important. Again, God's word is not silent on it. We talked about several verses, mm-hmm. you know, from Sunday about how, you know, our bodies are the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, how we're to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord. And yes, that, that is honoring to God, but also, like you said, you know, you have to love yourself. It's also a way to make sure that you're taking care of yourself the way you need to. And the absolutely. Lord is looking out for us in that process. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely. Really good. So wh- I, uh, I guess for both of you, why, why do you think talking about physically, us being physically unhealthy is uncomfortable. Hmm. I mean, it seems like it's a little bit more in church, too. Sure. Well, there's a a couple couple reasons. First of all, look, statistically, I think right now we're about 40% of people are obese. Mm -hmm. Um, 60% are overweight in the United States right now. If you go to pastors, it's closer to 75% are either obese Obese or overweight. You so said pastors? pastors? Yeah. Okay. Um, Baptists being the worst. And, and there are a lot of reasons. <laughs> well, I think we might have <laughs> that, just hit on the it. Third, the and, third dessert there, buddy. But, yeah. but, and again, we're going to kind of just look at what's going on culturally. And a lot of it has to do, and, and, and I'm guilty of this too, is we have we, we like to throw things under like, oh, they're gluttonous. You know, oh, the Bible talks about gluttony. Very few of the overweight people I know would I consider gluttonous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they, I don't see them, you know, uh, like the uh, y'all would remember the some of the old Monty Python skits. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> one more wave within Mensa. But anyway, um, you know, when you think of gluttonous, and that's you know, in the Bible, yeah. I mean, Jesus was called gluttonous. Yeah, I don't think he was fat. Um, so, so when we talk about it, people go, "Well, that's gluttonous." And, and, so it's very hard for a pastor to get them and say, well, there's because there's really not gluttony. What it is, is, is poor education and poor discipline. Mm-hmm. And so people don't understand because if you if you look, there are so many reasons why people are overweight. Uh, part of it could be lack of discipline. Part of it could be culturally. Sure. There are some cultural. I mean, if if your comfort food for your for your family is stuff that is extremely high in refined carbs, y- y'all are going to suffer with, mm-hmm. with weight issues. Yeah. Um, if uh, if you have a mental thing with food and that's your comfort, and when you get stressed, you eat. And there yeah. are people, uh, there are people that work out more when they eat, and they're when they stress. And there are people that eat when they stress. And if that's you, then yeah. you're going to struggle with those. So there's so much more that that's not sinful. Um, and, and so pastors are dealing with it. Pa- being a pastor is a very st- stressful job. Yeah, um, it can be a very busy job. It can have weird hours and those type things, yeah. which all lead to, and a lot of pastors, you know, they are, every every time you go, well, we need to break bread. Well, you're breaking off bread. You're yeah. going to have a weight problem. <laughs> you need to not break some <laughs> yeah, bread. Well, Maybe here some hey, water, hey, yeah, buddy. Let's break some fruit. That doesn't right. sound nearly as good, you know. Hey, here, have a banana. Breaking bread. Uh, so... So a lot of it, and and then it's just the education. Um, in the 1980s, they came out with the new food pyramid, and it was high carbs, low fat. And if you notice, that is when it became epidemic. Interesting. Because yeah. at that point, 
refined foods took over, and now those have become a staple. Yeah. Um, I, I was, and, and I'm not down on anybody, but I was um, the other day at a uh, Dollar General, and I saw someone shopping, and they were doing their weekly shopping at mm-hmm. Dollar General. I don't think there are any fr- fresh fruits or vegetables at Dollar General. Sure. Mm-hmm. So their household no. would not have any fresh fruits or vegetables. Yeah. That that family is going to have issues. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. With and and we can go go talk about 12 percent of people right now type two diabetes. Um, I think. of people right now have pre-diabetes. So if you're sitting there, either you or the person on either side of you is dealing with diabetes to some level right now. So we have all these issues and we need to talk about it. But most people in the ministry, 75% of them are dealing with themselves. And and it's hard. We love to talk about things we don't deal with. You know, (laughs) all murders are terrible because I don't don't, don't want to kill (laughs) anybody. Um, but, But when we... When we're dealing with it, it's harder for us mm-hmm. to talk about it because at some point personal. it's personal, but yeah. also it can be hypocritical. Like, you know, right. like, hey, why don't you push away from the table, big boy? <laughs> you know, so so we have right. the issues of that. And then it's just the knowledge of what do we talk about? Because it's not gluttony. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily sin, although mm-hmm. we can look at it as how they're taking care of their temple. They just don't know. And we don't do a good job educating people. Yeah. And people don't want to be educated. Yeah. They're sure. like, I, you know, I want to take a pill and lose weight. I right. don't want to right. change. <laughs> Instant. I, don't, I don't want to change the way I eat. Right. Yeah. I don't want to learn about yeah. fa- about fasting. Mm-hmm. I want to. I, I just want to find an easy solution yeah. because I'm so busy. So all that leads into why it's not talked about because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable to talk about. A lot of people out in the audience. It, it's very convicting to them. That can be uncomfortable. Right. And then also, well, what do you say about it? How do you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, and, I, and you know, you mentioned about how many folks are struggling with it. And I think that's that's one of the things that makes it so important to talk about. And I get what you're saying. It can, let's be honest, it can feel embarrassing, right? Sure. I think it can it can absolutely, you know, feel yeah. embarrassing. And and even when Adam was talking to me and said, "Hey, man, this is what I want you to talk about," I'm like looking in the mirror, going, "Like, really, dude? Like, you know, I'm I'm still I would call myself chubby at this point, you know." <laughs> and uh, and he said, and it was kind of funny because he basically said, "Like, well, the good news about that is like you're still in the fight, and like hopefully that can be an encouragement, folks." So when we talk about this, like. You know, some folks may go, oh, well, Hardy's qualified for Boston. He's a runner. This this is just easy for him. Hardy, is this right. easy for you? Not, nothing worthwhile is easy. Yeah. But yeah. also going to that is we got to be careful who we compare. What is the goal here? Right. Like, why Why are you Why are you trying yeah. to get healthy? If you're trying to get healthy because you look good in a swimsuit, <laughs> um, a, as a 56-year-old man, that ain't possible. You know, it's right. one of those things. So, so why, but, but, but I, I have these people. I just want to look good for this and this. That's a very shallow reason, yeah. and that's, that's not a really good reason to now if we're talking about hey i'd like to be alive with my grandkids i'd like to be able to play with my grandkids or, or play yeah. with my kids yeah you know just and do those type things or be physically active or be able to travel with my spouse when we're empty nesters or whatever it may be those are phenomenal things but a lot of times the reason people want to lose weight are, are not really good long-term reasons and and they'll kind of play out. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to that, uh, the quote that I shared, you know, discipline is remembering what you want. Like you have to realize what it is that you want. And so, you know, I shared, you know, for me, I want to be there to see my girls grow up and walk them down the aisle and be there for my daughters. But then, you know, even more important from that, from internal perspective, I don't want to be disqualified from the work that God's called right. me to. Like, I want to be able to, you know, we talked about this village in Peru that we uh, sponsored all these kids with compassion. I want to be physically fit enough to be able to ride on an airplane, go down there and hike to the village or do whatever That's else, right. you know, right. needs to be done. Take the gospel. I want to be, you know, you talked about ministry being, you know, demanding. Folks don't think of ministry as a, 
physically demanding kind of job. But like it takes stamina to get up there and, you know, preach the word of God. It takes stamina to keep up with students in ministry, with kids (laughs) in ministry. You know a lot about that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, to do, you know, to go and serve at the high schools and elementary schools and uh, reality and truth ministries. And so like we want to make sure that we're not doing anything to disqualify ourselves, you know, you know, from that. So, you know, we're talking a lot here about physical and health being, you know, we're basically correlating that to overeating and not exercising. But are there other areas of our lives where we can be physically unhealthy? I mean, I, I think for, for sure there are a lot, okay. lot of lot of different ways that we can be physically unhealthy besides just, just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just comes down to, and I, and I don't know exactly what you're asking as far as the, the family or, or where we're, you know, what we can do or what we cannot sure. do. Yeah. What are you asking so, for? So basically things like, you know, like some of the examples I gave, you know, uh, not getting enough sleep, you know. Oh, oh of course. Okay. Things like where you're, uh, or, maybe you're working, working too hard too much, yeah. or, or addiction. Or just, you know? Yeah, just addiction and just having having lanes in your life and, and understanding balance. Uh, balance yeah. is such a... a overused and under-understood work, just having balance in your life of understanding there are so many things that people could do right now and, and people get tired of hearing it to get healthier. Drink right. more water. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you Walk just more. drank more water, if you exercise, and I didn't say run, I didn't say go walk 30 minutes, fresh air, vitamin yeah. D, you know, get outside, get outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so it, Work on increasing the number. Don't you know? They say you need to have six, six fruits and vegetables. Okay, just eat one. Right. You know, start start, start at something start you can do. Somewhere right. that you can do and make I'm it. Drink con- water because you don't. There you go. Yeah, drink your and, water and, and make it convenient on on what you can do. So just having balance, getting yeah. a good night's sleep, yeah. and again. That's different. For, you just got to know your body. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I was reading an article and it, like talking about exercise, walking. It says it cuts it down. Seventy percent. I have to find it again, yeah. but it's like seventy percent less likely to have a stroke oh, just wow. by walking. Yeah, yeah it's in the like challenge. 30, Forty-five yeah. minutes, probably. Like yeah. everybody yeah. looks at you know, it looks at someone that works out a good deal and oh, can never do that. But you don't, you don't have, have to. Right. Yeah, the goal. The goal is not that. The I, goal is health. I right? think we that, want to be healthy. You know, there's a lot of people that do comparison. The only person that you should be in competition is yourself. Your better right. self. Yeah, like right. beat yourself. Like I walk thirty minutes. Well. Okay, I'm gonna walk 35. I'm gonna I'm build up that tolerance. Right. right. And one of our points, you know, Sunday was you need to resolve to make a change. Mm-hmm. And um, you That's know, first good. you have to take an inventory. You know, and we said the right. Holy Spirit can help us with that. Other folks can help us with that. We talked about the different quadrants of things about our lives that know there are things. The quadrant. Oh yeah. Well, I told the, I told the audience since Adam wasn't there, I wanted to make them feel at home, so I had <laughs> I had quadrants. Uh, <laughs> we like quadrants. Yeah, but you know, we yeah, said we, love them here. we said there's some things that everybody knows mm-hmm. us, everyone else, God. There's some things that only us and God know. But then the bottom quadrants were there are some things that everybody else and God knows that we have no idea about, and there are some things that only God knows. Yeah. That, that's the one that should yeah. scare you, is right. what everybody else knows that you, you don't. don't. Right. <laughs> that's the one that, like, okay. That's called a blind side. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but the thing, but my point is, is that you need folks in your life that can help you right. take an inventory of your life that you yeah. trust more than yourself. You know, Hardy, several times, Hardy's come to me and said something that I really didn't want to hear, but I trust mm-hmm. Hardy more than I trust myself. We've known each other for a long time. We're good friends. You're a good friend too, Matthew. I would trust you as well. Um, but my point Same. is, is you have to resolve to make that change in your life, whether that is uh, overeating, whether that is some sort of substance abuse or addiction, whether that mm-hmm. is you're not getting enough sleep or you're working too much, whatever that looks like in your life, you have to resolve to make that change before uh, you're going to be able to move into a place of health. Mm, right. Yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, you, bro- you broke out the quadrants and stuff like that. <laughs> right. uh, 
Why do you think that our physical health matters so much to God? Like, you know, sure. we're talking a lot about like us, but why do you think it matters to God so much? Well, he loves you, right? He <laughs> right. loves you and he cares about you. And, you know, I mean, I think about my children. I want my children to make healthy decisions. Sure. I yeah. want them to, you know, live a long life that's honoring, you know, to the Lord. And, uh, you know, and again, there's, there's the spiritual side of it that our bodies are temples and dwelling places, the Holy Spirit, all that. But also just for a practical reason, I want them to be happy. Right. I want them to be happy. You know, there's, I think John Wayne said, life is tough. It's tough when you're stupid. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and feel free to edit all this out. Let them be ready to say. Sure, no. But, you know, we're, the Bible's very clear. We're going to have troubles. You know, yeah. don't worry about tomorrow. Today's going to have plenty for you. Yeah. But there's, I can handle challenges. I can handle problems and issues. What I don't like are self-inflicted. Mm. Yeah. God, that just drives me up the wall when it's self-inflicted. Right. I'm like, God, this is 100% my fault. Whether it's, you know, I, you know, so whatever that could be. And I, I could, but, but it's one of those things where, um, a lot of our health issues, yeah. You know, a lot of that are dealing with it, and, and I'm like, this is self-inflicted. Right. This is I from didn't get here this overnight. Is, this, is, yeah, this is from years yeah. of abuse. And and the question you have to ask is, did anybody that loved this person say, hey, listen? And they may or may not have. And and did that person just go, you know what? I I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep drink. You know. Uh, and, and Chad's got more stories about this, but I, I've got uh, a friend of mine that was having some issues and he went to the doctor and, uh, and Chad, you had a similar situation and, um, but it was, he guy said, how much Diet Coke were you drinking? And he was drinking six cans a day. <laughs> and, and, and this is, a, this is, yeah. a, I gotta be honest with you though. That was amateur. <laughs> hour based on what I was doing. <laughs> so I know it, Chad, I don't want to yeah. speak for yeah, Chad, yeah, 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 but yeah. I remember Chad, this guy calling me just going like, you know, cause I, I'd be going, it's you diet drink, though. You're, you're drinking diet Bro, Coke. You're drinking I'll more about that <laughs> and it was just absolutely amazing how much but, but you know people had told him people had told him but it wasn't until the doctor said this is affecting your health yeah yeah you know so it's just one of those things of we need before a doctor tells us before our friends tells us look at our lives mm-hmm. is there something we're putting in our body that mm-hmm. we probably shouldn't maybe yeah. to the yeah. amount and i'm a big fan of moderation i love ice cream yeah but i, I have to i have to moderate how much ice cream right. I, I eat because i and again now we go into um understanding our, our the system and insulin response and things like that and if you you really want to get into start studying what insulin insulin response does because the majority of people you see out there they're tapped out on insulin they can't and so what happens when you're tapped out your body starts storing fat all yeah. these kind of crazy things happen it affects your 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 body's ability to to burn fat it affects mm-hmm. your body's ability your to sleep all these things are happening because of an insulin response right. yeah um and so if you learn that and that's going to be giving up refined um you know simple sugars and more fruits and vegetables, healthier foods, mm-hmm. a lot of water, and uh, and then then come over here and um, start learn, learning about fasting. I'm a huge I I, I do intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. um, and that's another good way to get your body kind of to kind of adjust and yeah. resync. Yeah. So there's a lot of things out there mm-hmm. to help with that. Yeah, and you know th- this word, you know, you keep using the word moderation, which is a good word. I would call it health. It's it's being at a place of health, sure. making a healthy decision. And no, you were talking about the uh, the diet soda thing, Matthew. I'll, I'll instruct you on this. So the problem is, like, yes, it doesn't have calories, but it does have all these artificial sweeteners, which makes your body crave a higher level of Ooh, sweetness. Yeah, yeah. So literally, I was drinking about a two liter to a two liter and a half a day of <laughs> diet soda. And so you talked about the insulin stuff. Well, we'll we'll get ticky tack. This is the podcast, and we can talk about what we want to talk about. Uh, the test that the doctor gave me that said I was twelve times more likely to be diabetic is called an insulin resistance test. Okay. And so if you have a if you score 33 or under that's considered, you know, fairly normative between 33 and 66 
kind of an increased chance yeah. above 66, like you you got to make a change. Mine was 72. Nice. When uh, wow. when I did it, you when did I went, it. Yeah, <laughs> you did it, buddy. That's right. <laughs> so my and so he put me on the medication. Well, my goal when I went back the next time was to be off that medication. Mm. And uh, I remember getting the score for the next time. It was down to a four. Yeah. So I wow. went from a 72 to a four. That was Heck when I yeah, handed dude. him the certificate that said most improved patient. <laughs> and I was like, you Which can hand like that back story. if you want. Yeah. But I mean, talking about diet sodas, because I know there are probably people out there that drink diet sodas and go, ah, it's diet, blah, blah, blah. I had a friend that I was coaching and a healthy guy, good athlete, mm-hmm. triathlete, and, and, but we've, he wanted to take it to another level. And I said, your next level is, nu- is through nutrition. Right. Because you mm-hmm. can actually make a lot more grounds improvements through nutrition than you can through training, interesting right. enough. And once I learned that, it kind of changed my whole world as far as, as coaching. And, and one of the things is we put them on a, on a, a, a kind of a, a very strict diet that Chad's very familiar with. And, um, and, uh, and he gave up diet sodas. And he had to go to the doctor because he, he wasn't sure what's happening, but he, he couldn't stop shaking. Yeah. And, and, and the, he was like, going, doctor, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. He, and he goes, what have you changed? He goes, the only thing I've changed is my, and he told him about the diet. He goes, you're literally from the, the sweeteners detoxing yeah from withdrawal withdrawal yeah. from that and wow. he was like going i will never touch a diet soda or any type of yeah. soda again so, so coke zero <laughs> right yeah, no. No. i mean honestly <laughs> like it's better to occasionally have a regular soda right. than it is to drink diet soda if, if my, i'm gonna have a soda i'm gonna have the real thing right and so occasionally i'll have someone that's like oh this is uh this is all natural and i'll take a swig of it. i'm like no this tastes too good this is gotta be bad for me. <laughs> like uh you know uh, this is not, yeah like no, no, no. and i'll look at it and of course there's aspartame in it or, you of know, along those lines. <laughs> so, you know, let's get real practical for a moment. I know we're talking about, you know, obviously there's the, the spiritual side of God wants us to be healthy and how it affects our spiritual life, which is you know kind of the main point of the message, you know, from, from this past Sunday. But just real practical, if, you know, there's a difference between the person that is listening to this that, you know, it wants to do races and Ironman triathlons and all that kind of stuff versus the person who says, man, I think I'm living kind of, you know, unhealthy. I'd like to make some changes. What are some quick and easy, maybe not easy or quick, but what are some slight changes that a person can make in their daily lifestyle to kind of see some results? Like we said, uh, the easiest thing is, is start drinking more water and, and, you know, and the best thing I would say is give up sodas completely and just start drinking water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your your um, taste buds about every two weeks you get new taste buds. So right. actually, if I don't like the taste of that. Your give it, to, give, give it, yeah. yeah, give it a few weeks. You'll you'll be fine. Water um, and coffee. Yeah, and so <laughs> so you you've got that. You know, getting a good night's sleep is important. But then just looking at what you know, nobody has ever shoved anything in my mouth. <laughs> Everything that I have eaten, I have willingly, or either my mom when I was little, or yeah. I have put there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so my body, I'm going. It, it is a result of the decisions that I made. No one has ever shoved a Snickers bar down my throat, <laughs> body um, by Hardy, or, or, or a piece of broccoli for that matter. So, right. so I have to take ownership of yeah. everything that goes in my body. Going, mm. okay, is this glorifying? Is this helping me get where I want to be? Right. Yeah. If I want to be healthier, if I want to be a better example of my kids, if I want to be able to do the things that God, you know, one of the things when I when I was into fasting, um, long, more of the longer fasting is trying to learn about that. It was I wanted to be ready, whatever God called me to do. Mm-hmm. And if it required me to go without food, to go without sleep, go, I, I was preparing my body. So my answer was always yes. Yeah. And, I, and not only was I'm, you know, the body, the mind is willing, but the body is willing. I was like, no, I'm ready. I'm sure. put me in coach. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So looking at that and um, 
just kind of saying, okay, what what are we eating? And the, these are the best things. Is you, you, the best time to make the you know planted trees twenty five years ago? The second best times today. You don't wait mm-hmm. until you need the wood. You don't wait until the doctor says, hey, make a change. So look at your look at your diet. Look at your grocery list and say, okay, what are the things that we can get rid of, and what are things that we can add and replace? And I again, I'm not a big fan of hey, we got these chips that are made from you know cauliflower I'm like, no <laughs> yeah. just just say you know what we're not gonna eat chips for a while yeah. right. we're gonna save them for well, a special occasion well, yeah hold off you know that this whole replacement hey i made this dessert that tastes just like no it doesn't <laughs> right. <laughs> right. it does not <laughs> taste like no. it just say you know what i'm gonna do without dessert yeah. and ha- have a have a glass of tea before bed and, and call and, and be happy with yeah. that yeah you, uh, sorry uh do you think and you said something earlier that kind of made me think like you were the one that was choosing what to put into your body. Do you think maybe that's why it's kind of uncomfortable because you're holding a mirror up to your habits? Mm. Good point. That's really good. Yeah, that's like, really good. Yeah. I mean, do you like? I, yeah, you're having to face the results of your own bad decisions, right? Yeah, yeah and, and it's that's only, never comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so. never comfortable. You know, talking about just some practical things. You know, I, I only know what works for me and might be helpful for some other folks. You know, like you said, you know, got rid of the soda, drink water and coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do put you know, some, some tasty creamer in my coffee, but that, that's about it. Cause I, you know, I, but no, I mean, I tried to cut out as much, you know, just sugary, you know, bread, all that kind of stuff. Basically a good rule of thumb is the fewer ingredients in something, the better, the, the better. closer it is yeah. of it coming out of the, out of the earth or all yeah. the animal. Like yeah. that's, that's <laughs> typically what you want to do. Now, that being said, I refuse to give up cheese. I, I don't want to live in a world <laughs> Listen, without cheese. Yeah. You know? Cheese is great. No, cheese is uh, great. I get it. Cause you grate the cheese. Right. But anyway, hey. but no, but I think, and you know, you mentioned there, you know, the best time to plant a tree 25 years ago, second best time, you know, today, you know, we talked about this day of desperation, you know, in the message yesterday, like how everybody, it's kind of, you can call it rock bottom, day of desperation, whatever you want to call it. How for me, hearing the results from those tests from the doctor, that that was when I was like... That was enough. Yeah. Well, I go, I have I have let this go so far. And it's it's what sin, and not that this necessarily was sin, but it's, it's reminiscent of what sin does in our lives. It takes you further than you ever thought you'd go, mm-hmm. costs you more than you ever thought that it would. And, uh, and so that's what this had done for me, this unhealth in my life. And so I'm grateful, you know, that Christy made me go to the doctor, you know, because otherwise, like I wouldn't have done that, but just, it wasn't like overnight I made all these changes and lost this weight. It was, it was a daily decision that I had to make every, every moment, honestly, these small little practical changes, just get up and walk a little bit, Mm. choose water over soda. Pick a salad instead of having French fries right. with that. That that kind of. So stuff. were these things that you were changing? Were they more sustainable? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, had, yeah. they, they have, have to, to be. be that's right. That's the challenge with diets. Yeah, right. it is. I'm going to try this diet. No, just pick a lifestyle and right. and, and don't go. Cr- too crazy because it's not sustainable, yeah. right? You know, um, and again, I, I was a vegetarian for uh, a couple of years. I was a vegan for a while, um, and I've done that. And, and to be honest, felt healthy. It was wonderful. The challenge was is other areas of my life. If you want to have fellowship with people, eh, in Montgomery, <laughs> in, in Montgomery, Alabama, good luck with that. Hardy has there. since gotten saved yeah. and come back to fried chicken. But, so, yeah. um, but but you know, it's just yeah. one, one of those things of, of of find something that's sustainable for you in in the right. ch- in the the season of life that you're in, which yeah. again, with with young children, is different than single, is different than young married, is different than yeah. senior. I mean, right. 
your, your pocketbook change. I remember the, I, I look at how we eat now. I, I could not afford to eat, you know, mm-hmm. to buy the. Sure. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, you mentioned the person earlier shopping at Dollar General. That may be all they can do. Right. But you have to find the options of what's going to work for you. But there's always something that you can right. do that's healthy. Yeah. That's, that's exactly always right. something you can do. So don't just say, well, I, you know, and, and convenience is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as far as, well, it's already made, it's already in package. All I got to do is unwrap it. And yeah. guess what? It never goes bad. That should be an indicator that's a, of that. Right. Yeah. Really not bad. exactly right. food. <laughs> that, that, that should be a problem. Right. Um, yeah. So just finding things that, that you can do. And there are so many. YouTube answers all your questions. But you you can YouTube. There are people that go out and for very little money, buy everything, prepare all their meals on Sunday and mm-hmm. have it all ready meal and very prep. convenient meal yeah. prep. And yeah. they've made it a sport of sorts yeah. and um, and a big fan. Whatever yeah. works for you. Yeah. But it requires intentionality. Yeah. It requires a little bit of forethought. It requires going, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You mentioned the word lifestyle. And that was what struck home with me was like I just had to come to terms with the facts that for the most part there were going to be some things like I just couldn't have those anymore. Right. Now, yeah. and we'll get to this idea here in a moment, the idea of you know, days of celebration, that kind of stuff. But like that's okay. Yeah. That's mm. perfectly okay. And, and like that was what was going to keep me keep yeah. me healthy. Well, I think you guys mentioned this earlier, but the uh, the feedback loop of failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's let's talk about that. Uh, you know, like let's explore that little idea and uh, talk about it. But also, like, if you're caught in it, how do you get out of it, sure. or how do you avoid it? At all. Yeah. So, Matt, tell us what feedback is. You're an audio guy. What, what is feedback? <laughs> feedback is sound and uh, <laughs> that, that unpleasant noise. Yeah. So, uh, so it, a sound comes out of a speaker. Yeah. It goes into a microphone. It, it's, it, it basically, like, if you hold a mic up to a speaker, it's picking up the, the, yeah. the mic, and then it's doubling on that and doubling on that right. and doubling on it. So, so you eventually like, get that shrill high yeah, you know, sound. Yeah, it's a little bit more... Uh, there's a little bit more to it than that. For, all you, for all you pilots, it's called P, pilot-induced oscillation, P-I-O. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For the, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For so, the, yeah, for the for the pilots that for, are listening in, which we do have some. Yeah, we there could be one. Yeah. Absolutely, they'll right. understand that. So the feedback loop of failure, I'll, I'll give you, I gave a couple of examples of what it looks like, but like here's what it is. You, uh, you're 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 on a diet or lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, and uh, you mess up one day and you have, you know, some Oreo cookies because, you know, your Sounds wife went great. and bought them oh. and left them at Love the house. Eat them. You, yeah, go, you go there. in there at nine o'clock at night. You've had a long day, and there's ice cold milk and some Oreos, and you're like, and well, you're I'm like, why not? Right. <laughs> so then that night, so you wake up the next morning, and you're supposed to get up and work out. I had the Oreos the night before. You, you know did what? what I did? You thought about running, and yeah, you didn't yeah do that's it. exactly right. So uh, we'll use Matt as an example of a feedback loop of failure. Uh, Great so, example. So you don't get up because you're like, eh, you know what? It's the weekend. I'll get started again on Monday. Well, then the rest of the weekend, you eat out, you don't work out, you do some things you shouldn't be doing, you stay up too late, all that kind of stuff. Play some video. Well, then Monday rolls yeah. around, and honestly, after the last couple of days, it's a lot easier. You know what? I know, like, the, there's a new month starting next Tuesday. Like, that's when I'm going to... Next so Tuesday. What happens <laughs> is the moment turns into a day, which turns into days, which turns into weeks, which turns into months. Then you get in this feedback loop of failure. Right. It keeps yeah, doubling yeah. and doubling yeah. and doubling on itself. And uh, and it's really easy to do, man. It's mm-hmm. really easy to do. And I, I mentioned that we see this annually every year with uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. People are trying... They try to make January 1st their their the opportunity start, to yeah. break yeah. that feedback loop of failure and inevitably what happens like the gyms are full you know at the beginning of january halfway yep. through you know they're yeah. out so yeah having, having accountability with that and, and it, yeah it, it, there's just there's just so much to it 
I think it all starts with shopping because what I can justify anything short of murder at about <laughs> eight 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 thirty at night. Sure, you know I've had a long just day. wait till eight forty five. Yeah, I mean then I, he might. Uh... I, I get up at four thirty in the morning, have my yeah. quiet time, do my exercise, go, and then then sometimes I go to the gym after that. So I have a good have Hardy, a the good birds workout. Aren't even up that early, yeah. man. Um, and chickens are though. I know that for a fact. Um, if you're getting depressed listening to Hardy talk about his routine, yeah. just look at me yeah, yeah. and know that like so, it's still possible. Then you, then you have a hard long day at work you get home you, you got the kids and and we've got two two boys at home and so you're dealing with just after school and all that kind of craziness you finally get them in bed it's been a stressful day hard day and you're like going you know what i deserve mm-hmm. that's what that's the words to go through my yeah. i deserve pick a poison right. i don't care what it is sure. i can just all the ice cream i can handle. i can justify some other rationalize <laughs> yeah. you name it yeah. You know, and, and 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 not even feel guilty about eating it because I earned it. I deserved it. I right. worked out. I did mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so and then after you do it, you feel feel kind of guilty. Oh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah. And then you go to bed. You don't sleep good because you got, again, you sugar got all dose. that sugar <laughs> causing an insulin spike. So you're literally, Great. you're burning carbohydrates instead of fat at night. I won't yeah. get into the science of that. So you wake up the next morning, you're hungry, you're irritable, you're, you know, and so, and it just starts a cycle. Mm-hmm. And um, and what you have to have is you have to have someone that knows what your goals are, knows you and, and can call and say, hey, we're, let's, let's, Meet, go yeah. walk, yeah. or let's go run, Put or let's, down the spoon, Matt. <laughs> right, and but go but walk. it's one of those things where, um, and if I know someone's going to ask about it, I'm more likely to be good. Right. And that's why accountability yeah. is so important. Accountability yeah. is huge, and it doesn't have to be physical. I mean, I've got I do a lot of my cycling and my running sometimes on uh, on the treadmill and on a, on a bike in my in my house, and I've got people that comment. On you know, hey, I noticed good run or good bike. So, yeah. so if you ever want to know what uh, Strava is, the you power can, you know, of community. Yeah, yeah. and so I have yeah. a, I have community yeah. with people that a lot of them were yeah. my Bible study classes ten years ago, and yeah. we still keep in touch through Strava. Yeah, that's so on, cool. On going back and forth on hey, good run or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah and that's again that. I get high fives like you thought about Reading Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that accountability is so important, but at the same time, you have to make that decision. Yeah. You have to have that self discipline because no one's going to force well, you out of bed. Again, yeah. it starts at the grocery store. If you don't That's buy right. it, you can't eat it. That's right. You right. know, if yeah. you sit there and go, golly, day, I'm sorry. My, my thing when I was coaching people, I said, if a carrot or a boiled egg won't solve your problem, it's not hunger. It's right. craving. It's craving. Right. And so just understand. So if, you know, mm-hmm. just have a carrot. Well, that doesn't do it for me. Then they get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm you know, thinking about the way, like, our grocery stores are laid out. Like, if you just stay on the outer yep, ring. stay on the edges. Stay, yeah. you'll be good. That's yeah. Because all, right. the, all the good stuff yeah. is in the middle. The, the challenge is when you have kids. And right. Then, oh, no, no, well, no, no, so, no. That's, so that's the thing, okay. right? You know, I know Christy, Christy has to go shopping for the girls right. and give them, send them snacks, you know, to take in their lunch boxes. And again, I want my kids to be able to have some chips and yeah. cookies. I mean, we send healthy stuff as well. Yeah. But the problem is, like, so I, Christy has to hide it in our house for me because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, listen, if I see it, like, I know for a fact that I don't have willpower. So Halloween, I go to bed earlier if I have to. Or do Halloween it. candy is like a real uh, thing, like, yeah. right now. Yeah. It's out, and like I'm just uh, like I don't even want to go to the yeah, store. Yeah, be careful. Well, yeah, well, you know, we're getting ready for the trunk and treat coming up October 30th. Uh, yeah. like, I can't go into Morgan's no, office Morgan, right no. now because there's like ten thousand pieces smells, of candy. It yeah. Smells like just, a, you know, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, people talk about like Tom Brady and his diet, and what about? Listen, I promise you, if any of us had a cook that prepared all our meals <laughs> ahead yeah. of time, right. you can only you eat know, this. and said, "Hey, here's your food." I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. sure it's delicious right. and right. it's right. healthy and right. it's everything I need. And it's not, you know. when you meal prep, though, think of yourself as the chef. 
That's right. <laughs> there <you> yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. The but, chef that prepared it. But like it was we chef said, Matt. It, it requires intentionality, and again, and that's 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 a very good thing to have in our life. So one of the things we talked about was how our physical health is a marathon and a sprint. You know, it's there's there's kind of times and seasons for both. So define for me the difference between a marathon and a sprint for some that may not know, and then let's 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 talk about how that applies to our lives. A sprint is a short race run at a very high tempo mm-hmm. that you can run for whatever, whether it be a sprint, hundred yards, you can run for hundred yards. You can't do that for half a mile or a quarter mile, right. a marathon, 26 plus miles. And that is more of an aerobic pace where, um, where you're, you're, if as far as the system, a sprint, you're, is an anaerobic exercise where a marathon is an aerobic exercise for more of the, yeah. That. And so for, you know, kind of what I meant with that point was this whole idea like that you have to do what's going to work for you, mm. but there's also different seasons in our life. Where, so for example, when I was first losing the weight, it started slow and then I hit a really good stride and I was able to be a lot more disciplined. Yeah. And then we entered into kind of a different season. You know, I've been helping out with students quite a bit lately and like that requires later nights uh, for mm. me a lot of times. And, and I'll be honest with strength. you, bro, <laughs> There is single topping pizza like in every event yeah. that we go to. And right? Mountain Dew yep. and uh, like man, I don't well, know how that was, do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was a whole other thing. Uh, you got rid of all of it, didn't that, you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude, we had <laughs> middle school guys that. here. We didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> but but my point is is that you know so for some people like for me I know that uh, it's hard for me if I don't have restraint on the front end it's going to be hard for me to have it in the moment and so that's what you know self discipline starts at the grocery store all right I don't go to a restaurant where there's a buffet because I know that if there is right. I'm, I'm not going to get my money's worth that's right now some folks they can go 5 days super, super strict, and then, you know, eat kind of whatever they want on the weekends and then pick it right back up on Monday. I can't do that. That feedback loop of failure is way too easy for me. And so for different people, they have, they have different methods. And so really, you know, you talk about self-discipline. Well, it's whatever works for you to get you to that place of health. Exactly. That's, that's what you need to do. And, um, but you know, also like sometimes you kind of get after it in your life. Sometimes you slow down a little bit more and scripture talks about this. There's a season for everything. And so that's, Part of uh, physical health, I think, is knowing the season that you're in and acting accordingly. Well, even mm-hmm. even when you're training for you, when you're training for a race, you have a race, B race, different races priority, and you have an off season. And and like when I was competitive, I my body fat would you know I'd get it down to you know five and a half six percent. Wow, that's, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there, man. That, 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 that's it's great when you're racing because you're yeah. light, but it's not great because you get sick all the time because right. your immune system. But so you have to weigh that. So dur- during you know you'd say okay I'm off season, so I'm gonna put a little weight. Even yeah. like the competitive bodybuilders when they're off season, they put on weight and they and then they, they lose it. Lose it. Yeah. And so you you got to know your body. You got to know your season. You got to know what you're doing. But if you're not racing, then my whole thing is your body will get whatever weight you're at, it'll get stabilized there. And so you want to get to a weight and get stable and find out what you can do to maintain it healthy without being a Nazi. Nobody wants to be one of those persons like, oh, I can have two chips, you know. Um, So you want to be able to, especially fellowship, I think is important and be able to go to people's houses and eat what they serve and um, and go to restaurants with people and go out and have fun and and those type things is finding a way to add that into your, without, you know, I go out and throw up in the, you know, I feel terrible about myself because sure. I, you know, mm-hmm. I had a whatever. Right. Um, what is that? Deep fried. Remember the deep fried moon pie? Oh, oh my deep my fried word. Bro. So no. down at Rail Yard Brewing Company, oh, uh, back, I, I think it's where Dreamland is now yes, downtown. Where Dreamland is now. They had a, sorry, we're, we're going to derail people. <laughs> people are about to make a change that we're going to talk about this. Oh. Never mind. They had it's this okay, thing. I don't know anything about it. It was called a it's closed. It oh. was a deep fried moon yeah. pie. They would take a chocolate moon pie, they would deep fry it, 
and they would cover it in vanilla ice cream in this glaze that was like the greatest. It was like a caramel type glaze. Oh. It was like the greatest thing you ever had in your entire life. And it, it took a year off my life every time I ate one. I'm sure, but it, it was, was a trade. Every bit of yeah, it, but, but, it trade. but but the point is, like, yeah, there are times in life there, where that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, I remember at a time where I was a little too much into training, and like we go to a birthday party, and like, hey, my kid's birthday party, you want a piece of cake? No, I don't eat cake. Blah blah. And I'm like, what a what a jerk. You know, have a piece of cake. You that's, know? that's not healthy. It's not yeah, healthy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Sure. You know, because you kind of ended the the service or the message talking about self-discipline yeah. has to have uh, celebration yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, why? why? Because, like, you're sure. talking about all this stuff, you know, why is that important to have celebration in mind when you're... Well, again, the Bible talks about times of fasting and times of feasting. Like, yeah. there, there's both. And, I mean, God wants us to enjoy our lives. Again, I, want, I think he about my He wants you kids. to have that deep-fried... <laughs> Occasionally, that's no, right. No, he does not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nothing about that was godly. Yeah, no, but... but yeah, I mean, so like you, know, you talk about the birthday party. I talked about that from the stage. I remember yeah. Ava this past year comes up to me on her birthday and she wanted me to have a piece of cake. And I'm going, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it would have hurt her feelings. So, of course, I'm going to have the cake. You know, for Father's Day this year, uh, I didn't want to eat any of the cake that was that they had at my parents' house. What kind of cake was it? Uh, oh, dude, Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Oh, uh, I would have. Yeah, yeah, I would have devoured that. And, and so, yeah. but, but I did because it's important to have those times of celebration and like, the Lord even puts that puts that in Scripture. I mean, you know, there was the year of Jubilee. There was all these different, you know, yeah. seasons and Celebrate. celebrations and yeah. feasts that they would have. Remember. And, and again, it's not an always thing because, yeah, we, we need to maintain that health in our lives. But we do need to stop. We do need to celebrate. And people matter. And like it or not, breaking bread with others, fellowship with others is one of the ways that we show folks that we care about them, that we have fellowship with them. And it is important occasionally to, to have that time of celebration. Yeah. Absolutely it is. What yeah. did a comedian I heard once say? You know, I only, you know, do whatever they, she, she does. I only do it on, on the birthday of a friend on Facebook. You know, okay. You've just got to know the different seasons of life you're in and, yeah. and what you're doing. And you got to know your weaknesses. Mm. I mean, there are some, there are some things if, if I have that, I'm going off a deep end and I'm not yeah. talking about alcohol. I'm talking about ice cream. I'm right. talking about yeah. Oreos, you know. <laughs> Uh, Hardy looks hungover. He's like, "Hey man, what was the matter?" He's like, "Man, <laughs> double, double chocolate chunk, man." <laughs> they I'm got me. You. It got me. But, got me good. I mean, I, I have seen people and I have coached people literally that if you open up Oreos and they have one, they no. will wake up at two in the morning and polish <laughs> off the entire thing. And I'm like, "What are you thinking?" And they're right. like, I, and "I just got it." It just it's, it's an almost an addictive personality. Yeah. Right. And again, a lot of time people people I coached were addicted to working out. That addictive personality can go in a lot of different ways. That's right. exactly right. And a lot of people deal with that in different things. And, and a lot of times you've got to be careful because you can be addicted to a good thing to a bad level. Yeah. And, um, and, and eating, I would say, is one of those things is you can, you know, food's, food's good and it's supposed yeah. to taste good and we need it. It's healthy and working out is good, but we, everything has to have you a gotta little. You've got to have boundaries. You've got to have boundaries. You've got to right. have balance. Yeah. And, yeah. That's, and that's what, you know, that, again, that leads to health. And mm-hmm. that's, that's our goal. Our goal is the healthy life that God wants us to have, healthy spiritual life, healthy physical life. And those yeah. two things yeah. are tied together 100%. Well, gentlemen, I have really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Hardy Hardy has done a fantastic job yeah, uh, pretending man. to be Adam in here today. So we're well gonna, done, we're, buddy. We're going to edit it out to like three minutes. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, our special guest. So anyway, guys, great podcast. No, this is Hardy. That's right. right. Good no, talking no, to you, this Hardy. has been this has been fantastic, and we're going to be continuing our message series uh, from Stress to Bless this Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, and looking forward to that nine thirty and eleven a.m. Join us here uh, on campus if for some reason you're traveling. You can always join us online, VaughnForest.com, our YouTube channel, our Facebook page. Uh, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much for that. And on behalf of Hardy Sellers, Matt Collins, Sound Guy Jonathan, and myself, thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next time. <laughs>